plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast. Today is Monday, new week, new day, time to set new goals and do things to actually achieve them. Most importantly, I believe to achieve any goal in life is to actually simply schedule it. You know, a lot of us, we have, well, most of us, we have goals, right? Especially if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably the kind of person who does like to set up goals and sees the value um, of goals to move your life forward into the direction that you want to see it moving. So... But a lot of us, you know, we have these audacious goals, but we don't actually schedule daily actions that step-by-step step move us towards those goals. It's great to have direction in life, but it's even better to have actual action steps every day that move you towards that goal. And that ultimately will um, make a difference between people who actually achieve what they set up to achieve, and people who just have goals, and that's it. Uh, wishful thinking is not a good plan of action. That's the moral of the story. Uh, on today's episode, we are talking about two things, refined carbs and bread. So you might hear from a lot of nutritionists, a lot of nutrition guidelines, you know, articles and blogs about healthy eating, healthy lifestyle, healthy diet, healthy food. You might hear a lot about this term refined carbs, processed carbs, how we want to eliminate them as much as possible because of the negative effects they have on our metabolic health, on our longevity, on our energy levels, uh, on a lot of things. Like refined carbohydrates is a pretty new phenomena uh, if you take human evolution. And our metabolism, our body does not seem to do really well with that uh, if you consume uh, processed carbohydrates on a regular basis. Now, you know, what you do once in a while as a dessert, uh, maybe like um, once a week or once a month, you know, it doesn't matter that much. But if it's something you do every day and you're not an athlete, uh, then probably you should think about it and change something until 
you have more negative consequences. So processed carbs, refined carbs, what are they? You know, a lot of you probably hear those terms, hear those words, but don't really know exactly what that means to not eat refined carbs. Um, To put it simply, refined carbs is anything made of or made with any sorts of grain flour. And it can say whole grain flour or anything like that. But to find carbs is anything and everything made with flour. Um, and also to... Um, In addition to flour, when you hear the words refined carbs, usually it means all the sugars, all the processed sugars, all the added sugars. So refined carbs, flour. So does it mean that all the bread is refined carb? Yes, it does, guys. And that's why bread should not be something that you consume um, abundantly. Uh, you know, even before, we're going to talk a little bit more about bread, uh, bread later on this podcast, but even before nobody consumed bread in huge amounts, you know, you would eat a piece, a couple of pieces, uh, maybe a piece per meal, and that's it. And people would have one, two, three meals, not like six snacks and snacking all the time and then consuming all the sugars and all the drinks, all the Starbucks or whatever uh, coffee place you get your coffee drink from. So people were never consuming a lot of refined carbohydrates, like never. Even, you know, places like Italy, uh, where pasta is very popular, that is also refined carb. uh, Even they, uh, first of all, the dough that that pasta was made of was different um, and it had different gluten and starch content and it definitely was more nutritious than modern wheat. But besides that, they would have that meal once a day. They did not have sugar and refined carbs many, many times during the day. So that's a huge difference, guys. And plus, usually, you know, um, they would work a lot, they would be really active um, and they would not have like a huge pile of pasta. They would probably have a little bit of pasta, um, I mean, normal amount, and then a lot of vegetables, a lot of uh, um, other things like maybe seafood, and again, vegetables, vegetables, you know, olives, olive oil, and all that stuff. But anyhow, refined carbs, back to refined carbs. Uh, Flour, anything made out of flour. Um, So you want to minimize it or eliminate it completely. And especially you want to eliminate almost completely, if not completely, uh, refined sugars. So we talked about refined carbohydrates and refined grains. Refined grains are anything and anything, everything and anything made out of or with flour. So that's a refined carb, guys. If you don't see the grains in your grains, like every single grain when you eat it, it is a refined carb because, you know, it was made um, out of flour. So pasta, pizzas, bakeries, gluten-free or not gluten-free, it's all refined carbohydrates. Uh, And then added sugars and refined sugars. And here we're going to eliminate all the sugars, all the added sugars, even honey, even cane syrup or evaporated cane juice. Fruit juices is also, no matter how natural it is, fruit juice is a refined carb. It's a liquid carb, liquid sugar. Even if it's fructose, uh, it's still sugar. It's metabolized differently in your body, but it's still added sugar. So juices, whether you drink them or whether they're included in considerable amounts in any of your foods, 
all of that matters, guys, and all of that are refined carbohydrates. So again, refined carbohydrates that you want to avoid as much as possible, eating your carbohydrates uh, with fiber in whole food form, like maybe sweet potato, or like maybe uh, cooked carrots or cooked beets. Uh, um, there are a lot of starches in vegetables, actually, but they are not processed, they are not refined because they are a part of a whole food. And that's the main difference between processed carbs and unprocessed carbs. Unprocessed carbs are a part of whole food. So if you eat the whole sweet potato, that's where you see whole carbohydrates. If you eat, you know, even if you eat like a tomato, it still has a lot of carbohydrates. Or eat if you eat um, apple, you know, a lot of carbohydrates, but in a form of whole foods. So we want to eliminate refined carbs. Again, anything and everything made with flour and with added sugars. And sugars are anything and everything <laughs> that um, is sweet and and um, was a powder or was a juice, so um, all sorts of sugars, um, syrups, juices, uh, all of that are refined added sugars. And the only things as sweeteners I would probably, based on all the science, based on all the research we have uh, for your metabolic health and also for either none or very little possible negative health consequences. So the sweeteners that we are okay with, um, stevia, all natural, look at the ingredients because some brands include um, a lot of other things besides stevia. So stevia, all natural, whole thing, made either into powder or um, sometimes they make it into syrup. But again, check the ingredients of that stevia product. So stevia, monk fruit, are uh, usually in the form of powder um, and erythritol. And those are probably the only sweet things added to our foods. And allulose, that's another new sugar on the block that is eliminated from the list of added sugars and seems to have no effect on our blood sugar and seems to have uh, no negative effects on our gut microbiome. At least that's what we know now. So uh, stevia, monk fruit, unnatural ones, erythritol uh, is a sugar alcohol, allulose is a sugar alcohol too. Um, so those are the sweeteners that you might be okay with in some of your products. But for all of you guys, eat as much as possible whole foods, whole carbohydrates, whole everything. Believe me, it makes a huge difference. Not just the way um, how healthy you are, but also how much energy you have, how you look, how easy for you it is to maintain your weight and how hungry or not hungry you are. Um, a lot of things are going to get much, much better once you start eating predominantly whole food diet. And then... Um, on refined carbohydrates, uh, a lot of you guys like to include a piece of bread in some of your meals, you know, once in a while. Uh, for some people, it works, you know, we have different metabolisms. Um, so what is my short and simple guide to buying the best bread when it comes to health and your metabolism to experiment with? Sourdough bread with four main ingredients, flour, water, 
yeast and salt. Uh, also, some of the breads, some fancy brands might have things like sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds or some other, you know, um, whole food additions that are good uh, and great for your health. Maybe something like sprouts uh, or maybe sometimes they add some, like goji berries for a sweeter version of bread. But usually in a normal bread, what you're looking for is a short ingredient list, um, flour, water, yeast or some sort of microorganisms um, and salt. So those are the ingredients you want to see in the bread and make sure it's sourdough. Sourdough is uh, is a kind of dough that is made by a certain microorganism like lactobacillus and um, other similar bacteria that ferment starches and gluten and break down certain proteins in wheat and similar products. And they create acids and alcohols in the process that kill off all the pathogenic bacteria that can possibly harm you or cause some disease. They kill that. And also, they, that process makes bread last longer because um, of those acids and alcohols. Um, another advice on bread, guys, besides it being sourdough, besides it being uh, with just made with just few ingredients, another very important aspect is make sure that you get most of your bread from some artisanal bakery um, or shop that uses a slow process. So basically when their dough seeds fermenting and rising for at least 12 hours, but usually it's between 18 to 24 hours. That really allows microorganism to break down the starches, to break down the gluten, um, and give you more benefits and less problems. I'm going to read you some fun, interesting facts from Food Unfolded magazine. It's um, by one of the biggest organizations in Europe uh, that tries to, that is working on creating more sustainable and healthier food systems. So, fun facts. The microbes in bread also digest gluten, meaning that the real sourdough should either be low in gluten or gluten-free. Um, so, it might be an option for people with gluten intolerance and celiac disease. Fun fact, the lower amount of sugars means sourdough also has a lower glycemic index than many types of other bread. Um, and I want you guys to really think about that. Uh, the problems with a lot of gluten intolerances and sensitivities these days is just we never before ate the kind of bread, uh, what I like to call fast bread that we are eating now. We just never did because we allowed, like my grandma, for example, uh, allowed to seed the dough for with microorganisms, you know, breaking down the gluten and starches and all sorts of proteins, creating, you know, the school health beneficial compounds. So uh, the the difference between the bread back then and now is 
those microorganisms were allowed to seed and do their work for like up to a day. That's what my grandma grandma uh, used to do. And these days, everything, you know, everybody wants everything fast, but you can't, at least they don't do that at the moment. You can't speed up the process uh, of this organism breaking down and eating certain things, creating, creating other health beneficial compounds. And because the bread is fast, all the gluten, all the starch is stays there. And that's why uh, people, there are so many more people gluten sensitive, gluten intolerant, because before nobody really ate that amount of gluten. And plus, modern wheat is actually modern variety of, of wheat. It's much more different than what we had before, um, when we had ancient old varieties of wheat that were not, that did not give us that much volume, but were more nutritious and had less gluten in them. So the bread back then was different, but there are still many artisanal shops and bakeries that make bread the way it used to be done um, for, for, I don't know what reasons some of those shops have. Hopefully some of them actually know uh, what work those organisms do when they are allowed to sit for like 24 hours and digest all this gluten, all these starches. Um, who knows why, you know, those shops and bakeries do their work the way they do them. Uh, might be actually interesting to interview some of the bakers on this podcast um, the ones who stick with this old method of making bread. So to sum up today's episode, guys, uh, if you want to have more metabolic health, uh, especially if your metabolism is already kind of not working and you might have metabolic disease like uh, problems with cholesterol, with blood pressure, with blood sugar, with insulin, inflammation, um, all of those are signs of metabolic breakdown. So uh, especially you, you need to remove as many refined carbohydrates as possible. And refined carbohydrates, basically, guys, um, are anything that is not a part of whole foods, simply put. So anything made out of flour or with flour, no matter how whole grain that flour is, and any sorts of added sugars, besides uh, occasional treats made with stevia, with allulose, with erythritol, uh, and with monk fruit. And bread, get sourdough made with four ingredients. Flour, water, salt, yeast. And sometimes there are other microorganisms on the uh, list and some fancy ingredients like sunflower seeds or some sprouts. So uh, look for that kind of bread. Um, in uh, a little announcement. So this week we also going to talk about um, this amazing book that I've finished recently, Superhuman by Dave Asprey. So we're going to learn the most advanced biohacking techniques that all of you guys can do to improve your health, your well-being, your energy levels, and to just feel, look, and be your absolute best. So Superhuman, check out the book by Dave Asprey, probably one of the founders of modern biohacking movement. And biohacking, by the way, guys, it's even in the dictionary. It's modifying your environment to change your biology and the way you look perform, film, etc. So it's a thing that we humans always been doing and always are doing 
whether we know it and whether we use it for our benefit or not. So that's going to be on Wednesday. On Tuesday, we will... I forget what we're going to do on Tuesday. I wrote it down somewhere. But anyhow, tomorrow is going to be something interesting for sure. Um, I had it on my plan somewhere. Wednesday book. Thursday, I'm flying to Paris. So there's going to be a break in our podcasting. On Friday, though, we're going to have a guest who's going to tell you some secrets for secrets to maintain super cool physique, no matter how busy you are, lean, and healthy and full of energy and feel. We're going to have a guest on our podcast on Friday. And on Saturday, we're going to talk food school. We're going to be in France. And we're going to talk about grocery shopping and food system in France. So all exciting episodes for you this week. So stay tuned. Set goals, uh, schedule action steps to achieve those goals. And as usual, guys, well, first of all, have an awesome week. And as usual... Eat better daily.